What is up, everybody? We are back. I am George Mossy. This is the George Mossy Show. Please say hello to my co-host, Heather C. So we are talking about Extreme Sisters Season 2. We're on episode number five, and we saw a scene last night. So let's start talking about this. So V and Ashley were in the car. They decided to go over to talk to Ashley's mother, Dana, regarding the surrogate situation. I have to just throw this out there. I have never seen so much resistance for a surrogacy situation in my life. Like between all of these different people that are resisting the situation, I think it's crazy. So there has to be some more deep-rooted issues that we haven't un packed yet maybe in the season we're going to learn more about but there's a very strange relationship between ashley's mother and v and the best way to describe it is what ashley told us is jealousy because apparently ashley and her mom dana were very close she helped raise um ashley's two boys she actually referred to her mother as their father like she literally helped do everything for them she owes everything to her so she doesn't really understand where the jealousy comes from because no one could ever do what she did for her. So Ashley appreciates her mom a lot, but she just doesn't like V. And she said that V and Ashley seem to be doing everything together and leaving her out. And she just wants her daughter back, which I don't know. I kind of can understand that too when they were very close. And I'm pretty sure the relationship that Ashley and V have is very close to the relationship that Ashley had with her mom. So that's understandable. But the point that she got me was when she said, I would disown and not claim this child if it came from V, but this would be her granddaughter. That took me like, I don't know, like people always said, no matter how families feel, babies will bring you together. They said, if you hate the person, you don't get along, you haven't spoken in 10 years, having that baby is supposed to fix that and make everybody feel more happy and comfortable and open up that communication. That seems to be the opposite, opposite of what happened with Dana. So what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that if they were to actually go through and have this baby, that Dana would not claim her grandchild? Do you really believe that? Okay, I have been waiting to talk about this segment. First of all, I'm not here to come for nobody's mom. <laughs> I'm not gonna disrespect nobody's mom. I know better than that. And I mean, I don't know her from the next person. We only know what we see on TV. But what I did not like and appreciate was how hasty she was being towards V. It was very, very clear that she did not care for her, hmm. nor want her at her house. But I did not like the way she was basically like, you can't come to my house. You got to stay out in the car. Like, why, why is she here? What is she doing here? And like questioning all this stuff. And then to say, you know what, instead of, she knows her daughter's situation. She knows her daughter wants more kids. She knows that her daughter is not able to have kids. If her sister is willing to open up herself and her body and give her sister a gift of something that she is unable to do, she should be like, you know what? Let's put our differences aside. Let's put whatever to the, the past and move forward. And instead, she said, like you said, oh, no, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm not going to claim it as my grandkid. Why? Why is that fair? Children do not ask to be brought into this world. They are literally a gift. Whether the people that are having them want them or not or whatever, they're a gift. There are people that aren't able to conceive. And she is being given this gift to bring another child into this world, regardless of her feelings. She needs to just 
it's not about her anymore. It's not. Her feelings are not about that. It's about her daughter, her daughter's feelings, and what her daughter wants. And this baby should be treated like any other grandchild. Yeah. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. who brought it into this world, who carried it, who delivered it. I feel the rage with you. Like, I, I just don't understand why all these people are so against V wanting to do something for someone. That is the most unselfish thing a person can do is say, you know what? I'm going to give up my body <laughs> and I'm going to just help you out. Like that, to me, that is a beautiful thing. And they're not even full blood. I don't you know what I think? I think that Dana feels since V and Ashley are already so close, if they were to have this baby, and this is a bonding experience, they're going to be brought closer by doing this. It's going to bring Ashley farther away from her mom. That's what I I believe that. I can't prove it. I can't prove it, but I just feel like. It's her mom, George. Like, literally, it's her mom. Like, it doesn't matter. It, that's jealousy. That is jealousy talking. Because you know what? No one, not a human being, is going to replace your mother. No one. That is her sister. This is her boyfriend. This is her kid. That's her mom. They're all different. They have different roles. Like, mom, listen, here. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Get on board and be a support system because you're going to lose whatever relationship you have with Ashley being this way. Don't lose it over something that you can change. Children are beautiful. Take it as a gift. Thank V for her services. <laughs> First grand. I'm all riled up. I'm sorry. That was. That was like a heat of the moment for me. So while we're all riled up, I want to talk about (laughs) this double date with Jessica and Christina and Josh and John. Now, John knew before the everyone even arrived, before Jessica and Josh arrived, he's like, let me take a drink. This is going to be heated. This is going to be awkward. I know this is going to be an issue. He knew. And the conversation definitely took a turn. Jessica did bring up the ultrasound and the birth and being there. And John was kind of focusing on like, you're going to be an aunt, you know, be an aunt. You need to do birthday parties, sporting events, you know, and those are aunt duties. But I don't feel like Jessica is an aunt. I feel like Jessica, especially to Christina's kids and vice versa, they're two moms to their kids. Like they did everything together. Their kids grew up together. They literally live on the same street. They go to the same schools. Everything is together. So I feel like John is entering into the situation and he doesn't really fully understand the family dynamic because there are already children that exist before John and they were raised a certain way together and in a very close manner. And he wants to kind of I don't know, push Jessica away, which is the weirdest thing to me because I always hear people talk about how their family isn't as close as they wanted or they wish they had a better relationship with their sister or brother or mom or vice versa. They have that good relationship and he seems to want to make that 
bad. I don't know. Like, this is the weirdest situation to me because she would not only be help to them, she could help babysit. She could help drive them to events. She could help do things. She, If John has to work, she could take um, Christina to the doctors. If anything is going on, Jessica could be that person for him. And Jessica has even said, I've come to this dinner. I've come to this situation. And if there's any issue anymore at this point, it's John. It's not me. And I do believe that. I do believe Jessica has put on her big girl pants. She's uh, she's apologized for the way that she acted when they were dating. And I do understand John is hurt because she did try to break them up. She did say some pretty nasty things to him. We remember from last season, but she has apologized. And when it comes to family, you kind of have to accept apologies and move on because family is family forever. For the rest of your life, this is family. And Christina and John are married, so they are linked as family for the rest of their lives. John is the one who has to accept that apology, though. And it's like he's letting this baby come into this world with this grudge. And Christina is sitting at the table, and she's like, if you don't get your shit together, the both of you, neither one of you are going to be there when this baby is born because I can't deal with all this negativity. She's building a positive space to bring her baby into this world. And unfortunately, Jessica and John are bringing negativity into that space. I always feel like every time we talk about the situation, it ends up being like a roast fest for John. And I, I don't want to feel like we're like deliberately coming for him or anything. But in this case scenario, like I'm extremely proud of Jess because we literally saw her come so far on her feelings. And she has been such the bigger person and you know it is eating her alive because mm -hmm. when somebody irks you there's nothing more you want to do than just be petty and just you know like come at the person and the fact that she keeps her composure not once but every single time she even just said let's be best friends like chill like i know you don't like me i don't like you but you know what we're gonna we're gonna do this and instead of him being like all right cool let's work on this He's like, has it in his mind, like she doesn't mean it. Even if she doesn't mean it, she's trying to show that she's trying to be a good support system for her sister and their baby. It is not fair to come between what they had because you didn't like when Jess tried to come between what y'all had. It is not okay to come between what they have and separate them and use this baby as a wedge between them as sisters she was already not invited to the wedding she was already not like the first person probably told when she was pregnant why else would you want to kick her while she's down she learned her lesson she's grown from it she's apologized and all she wants to do is be present how can you fault a person for wanting to be there. There are so many absentee people in the world, so many absentee family members, and all she wants to do is be there and support them and love on this baby. <laughs> That's all she wants to do. Yeah, I don't see the negativity in having her there. And I do remember Christina said a couple episodes ago that in their past relationships, they put each other first and they ignored the feelings of their husbands. And that is what caused the demise of both of their marriages in the past. So she is trying to keep John's opinions valid. 
And I, I agree with that. You have to keep the person's opinions valid for the relationship to work. But I can see watching her at the table, Christina doesn't agree with what's going on in front of her. She doesn't agree. She wants her sister to be there, but she's not speaking up because she, she knows in the past, disregarding her husband or her boyfriend's feelings, it ended the relationship. The relationships didn't last. So she's kind of stuck between a, a hard place and a mountain because she's like, well, if I disregard his feelings and say, this is how it's going to be, that could be the end of us. He could leave. He could feel unheard, unlistened to, and he could leave. But at the same time, is it fair for her to not have the the birth and relationship with her sister that she wants to make him happy? Like, I feel like there's no compromise. He won't compromise. And then she's just going along with it. And no one's really happy. Like when they go out and they do things together, no one is really happy. Even Christina was crying at this dinner because she's pregnant and no one is thinking about how she feels. Everyone is thinking about how they feel and how this affects them. No one is actually worried about her. Exactly. And they need to because she is the one carrying the baby. And she doesn't need the stress, nor does she need the drama. And I don't blame her. She's like, one more time, and I'm going to have the baby by myself. And y'all can watch from a distance. Like, good for her. Stand your ground. Because you know what? If they're not going to listen, you got to get it through their head some type of way. <laughs> so I just hope that they can at least put this together so they don't miss any milestones in this this beautiful thing that's about to happen to their family. No more milestones. Exactly. Jess already missed the wedding. Like they and the ultrasound. Like this is so petty. Like I feel like I don't want to use that word, but this is like petty. The way that John and Jessica are going tit for tat. I don't like it. It's just petty. They're they're adults, and I just need them to sit down in a room with no one else and maybe a moderator, mediator, somebody so no one hits each other. And just get it out. Call everybody whatever name you feel. Get it out of your system so you can move on because you guys are gonna be family forever period. You got to get over this. And John, you too, you're in the family. You're part of this crazy sister dynamic now. You married into it. So you've got to learn how to move past these things too. We'll see if it works. Fingers crossed everything will be good and the baby will be born with its aunt, dad, and mom all in harmony in one room. Or if Christina has to take the baby out into the woods and give birth with the, away from everyone. Who knows? All right, guys, that's all the time we have. So make sure you are watching with us next week so we can see what's going on because the Capasso triplets will be back and we're going to see what's going on with them. All right, guys, I'm George Mossy. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, follow my co-host too. Her links are right here at the bottom. And we will talk to all of you guys really soon.